Good morning to each one of you. I am glad to be here this morning. Why don't we begin with the word of prayer? Yes, Father, we come before you now at the beginning of this service, Lord, and just asking for your um, blessing upon us here today, Lord. Just pray that you would speak to us, that your spirit would be with us. Lord, I just ask for your um, blessing as I speak, that you would give me the words to say. Just um, pray for each heart here, Lord, that you could speak something to each one of us today. We just thank you for your love and mercy to us. I ask these things in your name. Amen. Well, this morning, I'm going to be um, speaking mostly from First Thessalonians chapter 5. So you could begin by turning there. As I, the last few weeks, as I considered, you know, here, listen to some of the news and thinking about all the rioting and turmoil in our country and you know right <clears throat> right on the heels or during the this coronavirus thing and all the difficulties um, that has made for us in many ways and just thinking about how quickly the times change and how quickly um, things that seem you know, relatively peaceful and stable can very quickly um, break down. Or it just caused me to um, consider, think, you know, of heaven and how our time, how earth is, you know, it's falling apart. And it's, um, we are told that in the scriptures that will happen. We've had weeks of protesting, rioting, and looting, anarchy, right here in our own country, and it causes us to, you know, sometimes wonder. And there's so many frustrated and angry people around us, and you're like, where can this all lead to? And for myself, it's um, it's easy to begin to get frustrated sometimes if you. Um, think about it, you're like, you know, why do they just let these people riot and loot our country? You know, government should do something. Or even with all the virus stuff, sometimes you can get frustrated with leaders. And So what I would like to talk about this morning is out of Thessalonians here. And I tried to find out a little bit Looking here at Thessalonians, some of the background of the church, I could have looked into it further, but it appears that they had were going through some difficult times, possibly. In chapter 2, verse 14, it says, they were suffering many things of their own countrymen, so most likely persecution for their faith. And You know, that's not what we're facing today, but we're facing different things but it can have some of the same effects on us. So I believe that Paul's letter to them can be very fitting for us today, too. 
which I'd like to read here in First Thessalonians uh, chapter 5, verse 1. And I'll just read down through here and sort of make comments and, as I go along. Love the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of day. We are not of the night, nor of darkness. Let us, therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. So the um, title of my meditation this morning is Watch and Be Sober. I think that is fitting for us in these times. And I thought it was interesting in... uh, Uh, and see which verse is. In verse four, it talks about um, being in darkness. Um, oh, sorry, it's next verse now. I'll read verse seven. For they that sleep sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. And I was just thinking about how a lot of this rioting is happening at night and stuff. Yeah, it's, we have it right here in the scriptures. It's um, foretelling that this will happen. And it says, let us watch and be sober. Uh, reading on in verse 8, But let us, who are of the day, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. And I was um, thinking about this breastplate of faith and how it can help us in difficult times, and we could go to, you know, Hebrews chapter 11 and see many, many saints there that, and the tremendous works that they did, and the, that was all through faith, it says. Uh, but I think a key to that also is in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, it says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised in the shame, and is set down at the right hand of God, of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest he be wearied and faint in your mind. So as I was considering putting on this breastplate of faith, um, one um, powerful key to that is looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. So we are to put on the breastplate of faith and love and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. And we also have many verses that talk about um, the hope of salvation. And one I thought of is in Hebrews chapter 6, where it's, it says that by two immutable things, we're breaking into the thought here, in that it was which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled fled for refuge to hold upon the hope set before us. Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that which in the veil. 
I know, um, I think it was Randall who was, gave us that picture of an anchor a couple weeks back. And I believe that that helmet we put on, that hope of salvation, is like an anchor that holds us to the heavenly. It says, both sure and steadfast. Something we can trust in and lean on. And then I also had to think of um, in 1 John chapter 3, talking about the same hope, I believe, it says, And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. So, we of the day, being sober and watching and you know, being, being careful that we are not um, taken over by these um, turmoils that are around us. And then the rest of this chapter, I will read through, not necessarily comment on every verse, but Paul addresses numerous things here in the rest of the chapter that are very important to us as we are standing watch. And as you know, with all the things around us. So going on where we left off, uh, verse 9. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by Jesus Christ, by our Lord Jesus Christ. That's our anchor there, that helmet of salvation. Who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together, and edify one another, even as also you do. And I know this is um, very important to encourage and edify one another, especially some of these times when we aren't getting together as often as we used to. I think it's very important to um, give encouragement to each other, be proactive in that. Now verse 12. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and esteem them very highly in love for the work's sake and be at peace among yourselves. I think this is important too. We may sometimes think maybe we fall a little short in this. We're supposed to esteem them very highly in love for the work's sake and be at peace among yourselves. Uh, continuing on here, now, in verse 14, Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient towards all men. So the same, I believe, goes along well with edifying and exhorting one another, as we saw earlier. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice evermore. And this is something that uh, came up last week. Though I was reading in Proverbs, I found an interesting verse that goes along well with this rejoice evermore. Proverbs 15, 15 says, All the days of the afflicted are evil, but he that is of a merry heart hath a continual feast. And that just blessed me to consider you know, how often is it our 
state of mind that allows us to be discouraged. I mean, it is. He that is of merry heart hath a continual feast. And here in Thessalonians, Paul says, rejoice evermore. I think that's important for us. <clears throat> Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit, despise not prophesying, hold all, prove all things, hold fast that which is good. Abstain from all appearances evil, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that call, calleth you, who also will do it. So that is my um, prayer for each one of us, that we can be preserved, we can be um, sanctified holy, and preserved blameless <clears throat> unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> that is a beautiful word there, that we can be blameless before him at his coming. <clears throat> That's what I want to leave with you that we would be encouraged to watch and be sober and not be quickly swayed by things around us and that we can be firmly grounded for the storms ahead. <clears throat>